Welcome to Balanced Black Girl, a podcast dedicated to mental, physical, and emotional health from the Black woman's perspective. Tune in to hear from Black woman health and wellness experts giving the approachable advice you need to help you feel your best. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Let's dive in. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Balanced Black Girl. My name is Les. I am your host. And today we're kicking off a new series all about taking your power back and dreaming big. And in the upcoming episodes over the next several weeks, we're going to talk to an amazing set of guests about the various ways we can individually and collectively take our power back and achieve our dreams. So today I want to talk a bit about what taking my power back has meant to me. I want to offer some perspective that is hopefully helpful for you and talk a bit more about what this series is going to entail. So first I want to start things off by talking about fear. Recently on the BBG Instagram, we shared a quote that said, Worrying does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. And y'all, when we share things like that, it's not because I'm the queen of not worrying. (laughs) I usually share things that I too need to hear and that I figure if I need to hear it, someone else probably does too. And that quote resonated with me so deeply because I've been struggling a lot with fear. I've been struggling a lot with fear lately, and it's something that I am actively working through, particularly when it comes to Balanced Black Girl, this podcast, social media in general, I have been consumed with fear, which is not my normal state of being and is so, so far from how I felt when I started. This podcast has had an incredible year, and I don't talk a lot about the business side of things or numbers or anything like that because I feel like, you know, that's for me and our team to, you know, think about and worry about and look at, and you can just show up and you can enjoy the conversation. But it has grown immensely, and it now reaches millions of people, which blows my mind to even say or comprehend that scale. However, the bigger the show has gotten, the more fearful I've become around how I show up. I've been really afraid to mess up, really afraid to misstep or misspeak. Because the more people you have paying attention to what you're doing, the harder it can be when you mess up. And the last thing I would ever want to do is offend anyone or disappoint anyone. And knowing that the bigger the audience, the harder it is to please everyone. That is just something that has been weighing on me really heavily, and it's felt a little debilitating. Now, I know we can never make everyone happy, and also I'm not necessarily trying (laughs) to make everyone happy. My intentions here are for this content to serve who it is meant to serve, and if it doesn't, you know, serve or resonate with some people, that's okay too, No one is going to agree with everything I say, and I don't want anyone to agree with everything said. I don't agree with everything, you know, all my faves say or do, but I have found myself just really having this fear of fully showing up, honestly, 
because of the fact that we're now seen and heard by lots of people. And what's interesting is that earlier this year, I was really working on being seen. (laughs) That's exactly what I was working on, more so in my personal life when it came to speaking up for what I needed and having honest conversations when I needed to have them. And I made a lot of progress there that felt really good. And as soon as I started feeling more confident in that area, in the personal area, some of the fears that I had around showing up and being seen kind of shifted over to this platform, especially with doing more solo episodes and putting more of myself into the podcast. And I had to have a really honest moment with myself around this fear that I've been feeling because that's when self-sabotage can come in, right? I think we've all maybe had moments of self-sabotage, big or small. I know I certainly have. And when I think about taking my power back in this moment, I think about not sabotaging (laughs) myself or this community or what I have created, right? I also think about the early days. So our last episode came out on our three-year anniversary, which is so exciting. I can't believe three years have gone by. So much has happened. But three years ago, y'all, I was fired up. I had this fire and this passion around making sure that we collectively felt seen and heard and well and rested and respected. I was so tied to that mission that I wanted it to be heard. I wanted it to be seen. I wanted it to reach people. I had so much conviction around that. And I'm absolutely as passionate about that today as I was then, but I do kind of miss the fearlessness that I had back then. Because it's really easy to be fearless when nobody's listening. <laughs> or when it was, you know, just my mom listening, shout out to mom, or people who already knew me and knew my heart. It was really easy to roar and be fearless in that moment. Right? But lately I've been having a lot of fear over how did I sound? Did that come out right? Does that sound bad? Is that going to invoke criticism? What if people don't like this episode? And I've had to remind myself of that day one fire, that day one fearlessness, that day one conviction around why this platform exists, why I'm here, and why I do this. Because the whole point is to spread this message. It is for as many of us who need to hear the message to hear it. And taking my power back has been really tapping into that initial fire and seeing that the growth is not a bad thing. Oh, it's definitely not a bad thing, but it's not a scary thing. It's not anything to be afraid of. It's a good thing. It is doing what it's supposed to do and reminding myself not to sabotage, (laughs) not to self-sabotage what is going on. So reminding myself of day one BBG, of that mission, that fire, and realizing that it's doing exactly what I set out for it to do has helped me ground, has helped me take my power back from that fear and really continue showing up in that space. So that's just my example, but I think it's something that happens a lot. Right now I'm actually reading a book called The Big Leap, which is a pretty popular book and I'll link it in the show notes. And, you know, maybe some of you have read it. I feel like it's, you know, a pretty popular kind of personal development book. But one of the premises of that book is around kind of our upper limit or when we reach these thresholds that we think we have, 
that's when we can start talking ourselves out of it or feeling unworthy of it or self-sabotaging. And for a lot of us, when it comes to taking our power back, I do think that's what we need to take our power back from, right? Where we get an amazing opportunity, we get to do the thing, and then we get scared and we ruin it for ourselves and we go back to where we started. I don't want you to to self-sabotage yourself. I don't want you to reach that upper limit and turn back to where you were. I want you to take your power back and to shine the way you are meant to shine so that we can all be shining and save ourselves from that self-sabotage. And I'm holding myself accountable to do the same. There's a really big difference between awareness and fear. We want to move with conviction. We want to be smart. We want to be savvy. However, we can't mistake being savvy and informed with moving in fear and with taking in things that are going to invoke fear for us. Moving with conviction and savvy feels powerful. It feels solid. But fear is all-consuming because we often worry about things that haven't happened yet and that may not even happen at all. So taking our power back is knowing when and how to channel that feeling to feel that conviction, to feel that savviness, and to feel that solid ground. So at the time that I'm recording this, we're just coming off the Facebook and Instagram foolishness, (laughs) where those platforms, along with WhatsApp, were taken down for a day and have been glitchy and... What that revealed to so many of us about our relationships with screens and media and social media. So personally, I've been spending less and less time on Instagram and have been focusing my personal connections with people off of that platform and also been focused on expanding my work beyond the platform because obviously Instagram is a big part of the work that I do, but I have been kind of laying low and sharing as much there to kind of build out other areas. However, I was still reflecting on the role social media and screen time, particularly on my phone, plays in my life because I am not the queen of no screens. (laughs) My screen time is still humbling at moments. And it got me thinking that many of us could benefit from taking our power back from our screens and how we're influenced by what we see. So many of our wants, opinions, and desires are influenced by social media. Listen, I'm one to talk. I've been an influencer for years. Like I mentioned, social media is one of the main platforms I've used to grow this brand. Working with sponsors is how we keep things running around here. So I'm aware also of the role that I have played in that for people. And I'm also allowing space to think and dream about what a healthy in-between looks like for most of us. The fact of the matter is... Our phones and often social media is how we connect with one another. It's how we learn new information. For people who have businesses, it's an integral part of business. It's really hard to be in business and to not be online in some capacity, and I don't see that changing. However, I do think there's a lot of room for healthy discussion around healthy boundaries and ways we can continue honoring the good parts of it while also creating boundaries for ourselves that are good for our health and good for our connection to one another. So ultimately, I think it's a two-parter. I think those platforms absolutely have a lot of room for improvement when it comes to the safety and health of what content they show to their users. And I also think that as users, 
we can practice taking our power back and having discernment about what we choose to share, what information we see, what we choose to believe, and how we decide to spend our time and attention. We're going to be diving into this in a dedicated episode later in the series, but it's something that I've been thinking about daily. And it could be a really simple way that we can practice taking our power back daily (laughs) in those instances where we want to grab our phone, grabbing something else instead, right? I've been grabbing my water cup. When I have my first instinct is to grab my phone, I first grab my water cup and just take a sip of water to pause and then grab my phone or grab my Kindle and maybe read a couple lines and then grab my phone. Those are small ways that we can all take our power back. Along with that point, kind of saying no to our phones a little bit more often, I'm just thinking about saying no lovingly and unapologetically in more contexts. I've been saying no to a lot lately because I'm personally in a space of cleaning house when it comes to getting things off my plate and when it comes to just being really mindful of where my time and energy goes. And so invitations, requests for things, you know, I've lately just been saying I'm unable to make it but I appreciate you thinking of me and leaving it at that and that boundary has been so helpful in taking my power back and just giving me a little bit more time and spaciousness to go within when needed also asking for help like you take your power back when you take your time back so when you're able to ask for help or get support or delegate things that is a huge huge way of taking your power back because you don't have to do everything. So before we wrap things up for this episode, it's going to be kind of short and sweet. Again, this is like introducing the series to you, but we have so much more to dive into with our incredible speakers in the coming weeks. I want to talk a little bit more about our worldview, understanding how we fit into the world and Personally, as a woman, as a black woman, I've been thinking a lot about feminism and what that looks like and just how the word and the actions and the ideas surrounding feminism have changed. Maybe some of the more traditional terms that I don't resonate with as much, (laughs) understanding my own definition of feminism and how feminism interacts with wellness and how the two things can lead us to liberation. Because I think sometimes our conversations here can be very focused on the self. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But that doesn't mean that we also can't have a pulse with what's happening with the collective. And when it comes to liberation, that is very much a collective thing. And as I've been reflecting on ways we can take our power back, I think a big part of that and a big part of how we take our power back is by understanding, asking meaningful questions and just generally taking a critical look at the systems at play that impact all of us and our roles within these systems. And when when we're able to spot those instances of sexism, racism, anti-blackness, fat phobia, homophobia, bias, etc., And realizing that none of those things are a reflection of us. None of those things are a reflection of who we need to be or how we need to show up in the world or what we need to do to make other people feel comfortable with our existence. 
Rather, I think it's an invitation to look at the systems at play that allow those things to continue and that prevent us from thriving for being our whole beings. And when we stop seeing some of these instances as personal failures and start calling a spade a spade, that these are systems designed to make us feel bad about who we are and how we were created, we can stop picking ourselves apart or trying to assimilate into something that isn't meant for us and we can truly take our power back by being and thriving exactly how we are. I am so excited for the rest of this series. We have some incredible guests coming who share amazing insights about dreaming big and taking your power back. So make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss an episode. We'll be dropping new episodes every Tuesday for the next six weeks. And trust me, you do not want to miss any of the conversations we have coming in this series. Head to the show notes for information about this week's sponsors for all of our discount codes and other things we're hooking you up with and head to our latest Instagram post at balanced black girl podcast and let us know one way you are taking your power back. Huge thank you to this week's sponsors. Again, make sure you check out the show notes for more information about our sponsors. You can also check out balancedblackgirl.com where we have extended show notes for every episode with even more information you can dive into about our guests, about our topics, about things I mentioned in the episodes, about our sponsors, about all of it. Next week, we're talking about being multi-passionate proving people wrong when they doubt you, and going after your dreams big and small with actress and author Asha Bromfield. So again, hit that subscribe button so you can listen as soon as the episode drops, because when I tell you it is like a gem fest up in there, (laughs) that episode is packed with so many gems, you don't want to miss it. So if you're not currently subscribed on your podcasting platform of choice, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss the episode. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me, for all of your support of Balanced Black Girl over the past three years. I cannot believe it's been three years that this podcast has been going. Three years, almost two million downloads, and so many of you pouring into yourselves and supporting other Balanced Black Girls and friends in this community. I love and appreciate you so, so much, and I'm really excited to continue this journey with you. If this episode resonated with you, make sure you leave a rating and review. It really helps us out. If you're not currently following us on Instagram at Balanced Black Girl Podcast, go ahead and do that. Connect with us there. But again, still be mindful of your screen time. (laughs) And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning into Balanced Black Girl. If you enjoyed this episode and feel called doing so, we would really appreciate a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out the show notes and more offerings at balanceblackgirl.com. 